Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Shark Dropper Podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark. That's S-H-A-R-K. To get your free audiobook download and then get your goddamn self a 30-day free trial with over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, and or MP3 player. Yep. Oh yeah, we're uh, supposed to say something. We messed up. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Interview. Welcome, everybody, to the Shark Trapper Podcast. My name is Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. And I'm Nick. Uh, and joining us uh, for the, uh, not the second week in a row, but we have a guest, guests, plural, for the second week in a row from the Moving the Needle Podcast. Uh, we have Sean and Roy. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So on your podcast, you guys talk a lot about movies, other podcasts, things like that. Well, we mostly talk about movies, but we try to get into books and television and sometimes music. We're not really music people. So, uh, now that well, we have Henna, we are. But <laughs> so you guys just yeah, cover... say we're getting better, and we do cover the minutia of news at times. Ooh, minutia. Oh, yeah, it's a good word. Yeah, yeah it's a, it a solid word. <laughs> uh, Sean's a walking thesaurus. You might want to have your Merriam-Webster website up. Well, John could use a thesaurus because he, no. you know, he's a uh... he, he's always ha- struggling with words. He doesn't no. run out of adjectives. I'm not, I'm not very quickly. How long have you guys been at your podcast? Well, we've been at it since January of 2014, but we did a previous podcast, the Synesthesia Podcast, which is really fun to say more than once fast. Synesthesia, synesthesia. synesthesia. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and. Um, between those times, we were on the uh, Media Meltdown podcast. Okay. Nice. Oh, wow. So, have you guys always been kind of like huge podcast fans, so to speak? Like, what podcast did you listen to before deciding to get into, before doing a podcast of your own? Well, I don't know. Uh, this is Sean. I'm not sure if there's any podcast that motivated us to really start doing it. Uh, we started with the Media Meltdown podcast because it was a good friend of ours that we've you know, both known for you know, a couple decades now. And it just sounded like fun to kind of catch up and record with them. Uh, but I've been listening to podcasts for, for years. I mean, I think uh, I really started getting into Radio Lab, And then from there, it just kind of spiraled out to more movie podcasts and other, and other stuff. And then we found indie podcasts just from 
you know, starting our own, we found tons of great podcasts like the Shark Dropper. Yeah, you kind of get you get involved yeah. in like the whole podcast community. You find out there that there's it's not just like the big huge yeah, it's not all Adam Corolla yeah yeah there's like this huge awesome community of just like fellow podcasters just like hey let's just all be let's all be friends and help each other out and guess yeah it's, it's it's very nice kind of it's very welcoming I'm surprised it's not as uh, competitive as I thought it would be people are very willing to share you know we've had a lot of you know great interactions with a lot of great podcasts and you know and just Roy like ended up buying some equipment and uh, you know Dan from the podcast digest you know has helped him considerably just setting it all up and it's just kind of nice the community seems really positive about trying to make you better yeah. as well as you know gaining audience we just had dan on last week actually yeah yeah he's he's great yeah yeah he's awesome it's, and as for me this is roy i listen to more like sports podcasts i listen to bill simmons i did listen to adam carolla but none of those like sean said motivated me to do it um, Sean and I have known each other. Shoot, if meeting was the day someone was born, the little bastard would be drinking by now, <laughs> legally. Oh, wow. So, um, so just the fact that you know social media brought us all back together, and Steve did a podcast, and he invited Sean on, and I came on for an episode, and I and was eventually asked back, and. Um, you know, we were going to stay on Media Meltdown and keep going, but we had a couple of side projects we wanted to do, and uh, that's how Synesthesia started. And um, I won't say quickly ended, but we um, had some issues that we... Not personal issues, um, nothing. There was no defining... Well, actually, Sean, you could talk about the defining moment if you want to. But <laughs> The defining moment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it it wasn't a personality conflict. It wasn't a blow up, but it's not my story to tell. So someone <laughs> didn't get their trailer, and there was a couple thrown glasses. Things got a little crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, are you I telling didn't get our story the top right billing, now? So I I quit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I ended up. Uh... Roy comes before Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the credits. <laughs> yes, and I was telling you, all always do reverse alphabetical order. <laughs> Except it's we didn't have video standard. chat, so he couldn't do his you know. His mesmerizing or hypnosis to get me to do his bidding like he usually does. So <laughs> that's the cool part about podcasting that, like, kind of, I guess I don't know if I anticipated it or not, but just like you, you end up doing it with your friends, and then it just becomes you, you can now hang out and talk with your friends. Uh, you're just doing it in front of a mic, and you kind of set aside that time uh, for your friends every week. Whereas, like, as a lot of people, when they get older, they kind of grow away, and like you have kids and jobs and. You start to grow away, but as long as we have this podcast, we all know that we're going to sit down in the same room for at least an hour each week and talk to each other. And like that's been that's like oh, just a, such an awesome part. Of it. I know because I love you guys. I, I had no I idea. You saved no idea. that just for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's been thinking about it all week. Yeah, yeah. that's weird because after every podcast, you're like, "Fuck you guys." I'm <laughs> Peace out. I put on bitches. my glasses, my fur coat. I'm like, "All right, bitches, we're done. The star is gone. Yeah, the star is out." <laughs> James so why don't you tell me not to tell anyone that you're leaving after this episode? Oh, oh what <laughs> about that? Oh, Listen, we'll talk about after the party. Oh shit! You said don't say anything <laughs> for bigger and better things. For bigger and better things. <laughs> well, I'm, nobody's gonna throw a fish my way. You can't train me for anything. Damn. <laughs> I know. So one of my favorite things about talking to other podcasters is that a lot of podcasters always run into the same problems. You know, 
And it's mainly just scheduling, availability, you know, things like that. I'm wondering if you guys kind of had, kind of ran into the same issues that, you know, we've had. And scheduling and had. availability. Yeah, we don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no way. No, we just have a six-person podcast. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Everybody's readily available whenever we put up the bat signal. Right on time, right? Just <laughs> Yeah, right, right at 10, right? And they all yeah. answer you right away, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys so graciously let us start late because uh, one of the guys we ju- we had just we just wrapped up another podcast, the Horror Play podcast, uh, and then uh, one of the guys on that podcast, Adam, uh, went to get a couple tacos on Cinco de Mayo, so it took him a little <laughs> bit longer. So he thinking he's going to show up at eight fifteen, ends up showing at eight forty five. Sitting then, outside the room right yeah. now, he can hear you. <laughs> yeah, you know, just use his name, Adam. I'm not talking shit about him. I'm just saying, fuck it, Adam. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> I'm so, just saying what actually happened. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no no yeah. problem. It worked out well for me since I'm the only one I think on Mountain Time. Yeah, that's true. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, well, just don't expect Adam to bring the burgers on time for July fourth because you know that's coming. Yeah, that's not. It's not going to happen now. When we have our big podcast, July Fourth, July Fourth, blowout. So are, are burgers your go-to July Fourth food? I think so. Hot dogs, really? Hot I dogs. think now burgers and hot dogs kind of just go hand in hand. Yeah. When you have a cookout, you say who's getting burgers, who's getting yeah. Dogs. If you get if, burgers if you have a cookout, dogs. you have to have burgers but, and hot dogs readily available. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you associate the smell of burgers with the Fourth of July more than hot dogs. It's just That's whatever just you can slap on the grill, right? Well, not yeah. anything. Yeah, I mean. Burgers. Put Kyle on the grill. No, 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 no. Wait. No, no, no. If you're throwing a party, holy fucking! Oh, goddamn! There's a giant beetle in the studio. (laughs) 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 I was not expecting this. (laughs) What are we gonna do? (laughs) It's getting ill-tempered. Okay, this this thing is just. Let's uh, let's pause this real quick. Oh, we're gonna pause it real quick. <laughs> I'm 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 just gonna we're back in it. I'm recording. We're recording again. Okay, so we just God, killed the, the beetle. That looks like something out of the mummy. <laughs> it actually does. It looks like a scarab beetle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet it to you guys right now. <laughs> Is it a dung beetle? Wait, throw or? Outside, throw outside. Oh, Roger. why, Nick? <laughs> just throw it outside. Yeah, it does. It looks like it, it looks like a scarab from the mummy. It does. <laughs> Awesome. We, it's gonna dig into our skin. We didn't record it, but it was a fierce battle. <laughs> it was, you know. We we emerged victorious. Except you know, Nick didn't make it. We got a couple. We got a couple cuts and bruises here, but uh, we're okay. <laughs> Dude, that, that was... I had no. I had no idea beetles could be so ferocious. You guys should come <laughs> here and, and see our <laughs> our camel spiders in Santa Fe. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Like no that. way. Oh, man, I screamed like a girl over a camel spider once. Have you ever thought you were brushing away a fly and all of a sudden a camel spider's on your leg? That sucks. Oh, they're, they're all over the place here. I'm just I'm just used to them. We How, had those they're... banana spiders in uh, Central Florida that banana are like spiders. A, hand wi- a hand foot wide. Yeah, yeah. yeah but and for the, the records. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. The ladies of the species will dig into you and let their babies grow inside you. So, oh, how sweet! So when I saw it crawling up my leg, you know, I had a moment. Yeah, I I could have replaced urine came out. I could have replaced the Wilhelm scream. I think you got some bad info because I've never heard that about camel spiders out here. (laughs) Well, you're also talking about army people, you know, 15 years ago. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Hey, let's, guys, just, uh, let's just say not many of them would challenge Neil deGrasse Tyson in the science <laughs> category on Jeopardy. Well, I don't know. I mean, you they're know. basically just really big-looking spiders that look like ants. 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's gross. Hey, guys, real quick, where are you guys located at? <laughs> oh, as I mentioned, Santa Fe. That's where the camel spiders and black right. widows are. Right. Nice. And I live just outside Savannah, Georgia, where we also have spiders and poisonous snakes. And Oh, wow. So how long have you guys known each other, actually? Multiple decades. God. Uh, I think yeah. we met in 1993, <laughs> at the latest, 1994. 93. Wow. The year Jurassic we were Park all came out. in grade school. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, we met uh, at a we both worked at the same movie theater. Actually, I met him oh, before nice. he was working, but I was working at the movie theater when I met him, and, and then he eventually came to work there as well. Yeah, <laughs> I figured I was there enough. I might as well get paid for it. Hey, nice. me and me and Robert actually worked in the movie theater too. <gasps> yeah, we're like we're alike. That's how you guys met. Yeah, yeah, that's actually where we met. We met in I projection. That, I knew this would be a good like mashup of podcasts because we always talk about movies. We have a podcast called Movies, Films, and Flicks. These guys are way into movies. So it's yeah, like, we got we got after the break. We have the perfect game for you guys. Oh yeah, you brought Uh-oh. something, right? I didn't oh, bring. I'm didn't looking bring at this beetle and I'm unimpressed, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. Now. Not to mention, okay. Robert zoomed up on it, so you can't see any size comparison. To well, anything. I get. I'm not gonna put it next to a bottle. bottle was. Kyle, did like you a, use the right four filter? Liter it's right by the. It's right by the Dasani bottle. No, that's like a little. You know, like a little bottle. It's not a four liter. It's a. You know, it's like a. What is it? <laughs> I'll say. I'll say this much. Let me just say that the bottle is actually six feet long. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm a little more impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we live in Florida, so I mean, we have to go a lot of water. Wrestled that thing for like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he put it in a headlock. <laughs> it was a big Mayweather kind of Pacquiao fight in here. <laughs> it was flying around this room. It was fucking horrifying. <laughs> I don't. I'll be honest, Nick. I didn't know if you were gonna win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That flip flop changed tide of, tides of war. That's true. <laughs> I was right by the the computer screen too. They that's why. To that's why it came in. Yeah, we yeah, got the window they, open. Yeah. That thing looks hungry for human flesh. Are you kidding me? I'm missing some flesh. Somewhere there's like a, a million of its brothers are like on its way. A million. A million. It's like, a million. It's like an extra on Starship Troopers, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's actually cool. That's the, that's, the, that's the one that killed Michael Ironside. Here's, okay. <laughs> how, did, how, did, how did you kill it, Nick? But what, like the, the, like the shell or anything? Like it's not cracked? I'm like, well, how did it die? <laughs> no, I, I, no, he I used, usually he, like smush him. He, he used a sleeper hold. On him. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna wake up later and really be pissed off. <laughs> he put the yeah. RKO on him and yeah. took him down. Well, when I tried to get it off the table, it, it the shell was so smooth that I couldn't pick it up with the paper towel. Mm-hmm. So Are you sure it's not a tick? That's that, a, yeah, that's a tick. It's I'm an engorged tick. Oh, <laughs> it's just fed. We don't live in Australia, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. This is like a it's like a Pacquiao Mayweather situation. We don't understand bug wrestling, so we don't. We, we yeah, yeah. We <laughs> just we won't even talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> We don't you guys didn't bugs. pay for that fight, did you? Hell no, I went over to a place that no. uh, that they. Paid I was for this it. close to playing it to paying a twenty five dollar cover, but I thought the better of it. I'm just like, oh, you pirate no. it. Do do yourself Gosh. a favor and go to vipleague.com. I love that or, website. Or you can go to First Row Sports. Hey, First Row Sports. Another one. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Or uh, Periscope, I also found to be helpful for watching this uh, yeah, fight. That's right. In fact, like Periscope, because of that fight, they're trying to do they're trying to do away with like the the pirating that's now rampant on it from from people just like hey here look yeah, at this go to Periscope and bring it up on your <laughs> yeah. iPad. Hey, good luck with that, that's Hollywood. Exactly. <laughs> I just went well, to a viewing party that they were already showing it, so I was like, okay, good. I don't have to pay for it. I, see, I originally didn't plan to even watch it because I was like, ah, eh, fuck it, but. Someone tweeted out the the stream, so I was like, "Yeah, whatever, I'll watch it." And yeah. I was largely unimpressed. You know, you know what I love is that every, almost everybody watched the fight, and after the fight, everybody 
became huge boxing experts. Oh, yeah. yeah it's I like, know. oh, yeah. well, you know, Mayweather deserved to win, or Pacquiao wasn't. That was the weakest fight like, I've seen of his in quite some time. And he's like, just like, you, you want to argue, but then again, like, you don't know anything about boxing either, so you're just kind of... You're just like both that, kind of posturing. Look, that's never stopped me before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like, you that's, a, that's you just described our podcast on sports. <laughs> so you we have, don't like, know about it, but I'll talk about I'll it. Talk about it. <laughs> so you have multiple people trying to one up each other on a subject they have nothing. They know nothing about. Pretty much. Oh yeah. Just, Facebook was littered with verdicts. And, oh yeah. It's like yeah, well, people that have never seen post about boxing before were were suddenly really nuanced uh, experts on it. Okay. <laughs> when yeah. was the last time anybody saw a boxing match? Be honest. I think the last yeah. time I paid it's, to uh, see a fight was when De La Hoya fought Mayweather, and that was when I lived in New Hampshire, which was nearly ten years ago. <laughs> I, oh, last wow. fight I paid for was when George Foreman fought uh, Lennox Lewis. That was like ninety something. Yeah, <laughs> that was a long time ago. You I love Lennox. I Lewis. didn't pay for it, but like I, I remember watching it. <laughs> okay. Piggy banks. Yeah. yeah, I think for me it was Tyson and Peter McNeely. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's how much I love boxing. I, right. I think the last one for me was uh, the movie Rocky. Last time I paid for a, to watch a boxing match. Rocky Balboa? Was, yeah, just... Ro- uh, just the original 1976. <laughs> so, yeah. So what, you paid Rocky. to watch that? And... I paid to watch Rocky versus Carl Weathers, and that was it. Right. Okay. <laughs> are you, are you excited for Creed coming out? So not excited for Creed. Really? Yeah, Why I don't not? Know. I'm not a big They're Rocky. making a movie about the band? Yeah. Yeah. Stallone is going to play Scott Stapp. Well, they'd have to find Scott Stapp in the uh, hostel he's hiding in. He's bankrupt. Oh, shit. They yeah. just, they'll have him they'll have him in the crowd and then he like there'll be a crowd shot where they're like panning down to the ring but like they stop on the back of like this long haired gentleman and then like you turn around you see it's Scott Stapp and he winks at the camera and then like it continues on. <laughs> oh, oh, they did the thing. Oh, and he lights his crack pipe and exits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the black. Yep. It's on. It stumbles out. Yeah. <laughs> Print it. I get it, Creed. Creed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. Nah, they I have uh, Creed in the ring. So you get, you get it, right? That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, no? Do you, are you excited for it, John? I am. Uh, I'm a huge Rocky fan. I've seen all the Rocky movies. All it's, the Rocky movies. Yeah. All the Rocky. Movies. How many is there now? Films. Five, right? Six. 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 Oh, Six. God. I stopped after half. I stopped the first the, half. No, I, I saw the first half of Rocky and I stopped. <laughs> Well, we no. don't have to admit to watching or enjoying Five. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Five was terrible. There's no denying that. But Rocky Balboa, it kind of redeemed it a little bit. It was it was, it was, was good. That was right around the time Stallone brought out Rambo also. Yeah, Kind of revitalized that. was a that. good movie, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, not dead we just yet. did a, a show on Rambo, and uh, it, was, it was Rocky Three that came out the same year as First Blood. Oh shit! Right, but Rocky Balboa and Rambo came out at the same time too. I oh, think the remakes! The yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you I just know. don't even think of remakes as real movies most of the time. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you guys? Robert. What are your thoughts on Creed coming out and not the band? <laughs> but I'm kind of excited. I like Michael B. Jordan, and but I haven't really seen anything more than a still. So. There's really nothing to get me excited, but I'm not kidding myself. I'll be there first week because I'm just a love slave for Rocky movies. I admit it. I, and, uh, I'll, 
<laughs> I'll be watching it on Crackle at best. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like what I would say. Uh, Wait till I, it comes on Spike TV. I, will, I, will I get just... free movies. I work at a movie theater still. I, I get free movies, and I probably still won't see it for free. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's written by the guy who did Fruitville Station, so it's not uh, a Stallone movie. It's uh, the guy who did Fruitville Station. Jordan was in that, thing right? is. The Michael. thing is, Fruitvale Station wasn't exactly a, a incredibly well written movie, though. I mean, it, it was based on plus on true two, events. Those two <laughs> movies are like, like definitely different kinds of films. So I don't know like, <laughs> if he can I really. Hope so. <laughs> I hope Creed doesn't get killed by some cop in the subway. <laughs> Creed is a remake of Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station. <laughs> that such I a hope bummer. He gets killed by but with a training some. montage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got to get that revenge in the third act. <laughs> He's on the way to the fight, and he gets beaten to death by cops. And yeah, yeah. be a little anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be. Uh, I maybe I would watch it. Then. I can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now I I don't know. This summer, there's there's a lot of movies I'm excited for. Is it coming like, out this summer? No, 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 no. I just no, like, it's coming out around Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This summer I'm excited for like the a summer movie season's already started because Avengers two is already out. Fast, yeah. Fast, Fast seven, seven yeah. came out, and then sorry, Furious, Furious, whatever. They should just name them all Fast and the Furious. And they should. Just oh no. Okay, so this Fast seven, so they should make it Fast eight. Or no, this should make it yeah, Furious Eight. It is Furious. It's is Furious Seven. This is not, no, this is what you do. They keep it like chronological order for like B E B C. It's just like post Paul Walker. No, I'm just oh, no no no. So I'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah. PPW. <laughs> no, like how many other variations of Fast and Furious can they can they? But they've already done them all. Yeah, so they need no. So then they need to come out with F and then well, A. And then S, well, and then T, F two. I just you know, <laughs> spell them out. I miss you go by which hand guy is yelling the most. Like if it's going to be the squinty bald guy yelling the most, or the, the guy with the eyebrow that's bald yelling the most. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Have I mean, he just friends. always looks like he's sleepy. Family. <laughs> Did you guys see Fast and Furious Seven? Twice. Oh wow! I have I seen it once, and that was more than enough. My my favorite <laughs> my favorite part in the Fast Furious Seven was the uh, Vin Diesel's and Michelle Rodriguez sleeveless uh, wedding scene. You guys remember <laughs> that? It was just like it was like in a church. It looks like Fast. it had no AC. Neither of them was wearing sleeves. I don't think the uh, pastor was wearing sleeves either. <laughs> but like it was just like. I love you. Michelle Rodriguez is like, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that Bill from Kill Bill would come in. Shake. See, they needed Bill from Kill Bill for that wedding. <laughs> they needed, yeah, yeah, they did. They needed <laughs> to officiate it. Yeah. Yes. Well, too bad David Carradine is dead. Auto drama. R.I.P. This is me Carradine. and my most masochistic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Carradine and Walker. That reminds me of this, the, the most awkward YouTube video I've seen in a long time where it's like this, it's like an outdoor wedding and the bride is walking up the aisle to Buck Cherry, crazy bitch. Only that's oh, like, I saw that on Tosh.0. Oh oh. like, <laughs> it's like being cut, like it's her friend is singing it off to the side and she's like dancing up to the stage and like there's kids in the crowd. <laughs> it's like, like some random guy that's like truly mortified. Yeah. The- and he's got his kid there, and every time like the, like he says a cuss word, he turns back to the camera, he's like, Oh my god, and, like covers his kid's <laughs> ear. 
And then it, like shit, like as she's like coming up to the altar, like it pans to the altar where like all the groomsmen are wearing like bandanas and like sleeveless shirts and like sunglasses and like. What, uh, what was the theme for that wedding? Crazy bitch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, weren't you listening? Yeah, my bad. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and call Mississippi. Actually, it was like it was like grandfathers of anarchy. I mean, they yeah. were like bikers well past their prime or, or wannabe bikers well past their prime. That like sounds th- like a fun wedding to go to. Must have been her, it must have been like her third marriage by this point where she's like, fuck yeah, it. oh fuck it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just put on a yeah. song I like and I'll walk. I'll, I'll dance down the aisle. I don't want I it too the, expensive. Uh, I don't want hard and hours. put away wet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> This is her third wedding, second to the same guy. But that's just... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I made that mistake the first time leaving you, honey. <laughs> yeah. So let me pick a different... But you know me, I'm a crazy <laughs> bitch. Hey, well. That's happened to my family. Yeah, really? <laughs> Not a lie, yeah. That's awesome. And this will be the episode they listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, well. <laughs> Shout out to those people. That's right. He didn't name names. Hey, family. Yeah. That's just like that. I mean, wasn't that one that they danced to Chris Brown? That was like a big wedding. Like they like filmed that. It became like a huge thing. And they went on like uh, the news and they like recreated the dance with all the best men. What song was that? It was like. It was. was, uh, You like that song. It was Thriller. It was not Thriller. Chris Brown doesn't sing that. <laughs> it was the Double Mint one. It was like they used it for the Double Mint commercials, right? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Sorry. I haven't seen a gum commercial in a long time. <laughs> Look, listen, corporate sponsorship is how I earmark them. <laughs> yeah, that's how I tell all my songs <laughs> <Yeah>. apart. <laughs> okay, if you, had to, if you had to go with one unconventional song for your wedding, like to walk up to at your wedding, what would it be? September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. November Rain. Yeah, you answered by that Aerosmith. Or not Aerosmith. Well, it's like he didn't finish the question. November Rain. <laughs> November rain. Robert's going with September. What are you guys picking? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't it's even know the if fact I that get I actually have to do this soon. Only I'd go. Oh. I, I'd only do. <laughs> I would only do November rain if I could have like a slash impersonator up at the altar doing the guitar solo <laughs> at the end. What about what about Purple Rain? Oh, Purple Rain. Yeah, actually, I changed my <laughs> <to> Purple Rain. <laughs> I want the other kind of rain. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's even better. <laughs> I might just do that. Is it gonna ta- okay. Wait, hold on. Is it going to take you eight minutes to walk down the aisle? I never meant to call <laughs> you any trouble. Because he's going to make it take eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll just say, honey, I'm not picky, but it has to be any NWA song. <laughs> Good thing you're not picky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That works, I guess. Preferably uh, one not so, friendly towards the white swath. <laughs> right. right. You know. they, got, they got a lot of music they out really there. They really hit their stride in the second album. It's, yeah. Actually, I think I, I know which one I'm. We actually are using which um, one? It's a Twenty One Pilot song with the the ukulele. That's which, what we're. Nick is actually getting married. I'm actually getting in November. married in November. So oh, that's so hipster sounding. It is, right. but you know, <laughs> yeah. we recycle. So yeah, probably fits. Okay, twenty one. Oh. Twenty one. <laughs> twenty one pilots. I don't even think I know anything by them. Oh, they're great. oh, you do. We're going to Georgia to see him. Uh, not I thought you were saying that that was a song they did. We're, we're going to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, great song. Don't know it. Devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, I know there that one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's what banjo. Oh, violin, not banjo. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fiddle. Fiddle. Yeah, like down south, it's a fiddle. You, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to dance. I want to go down the aisle listening to just the song from Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> no, 21 Pilots covering Devil Went Down to Georgia on the ukulele. There you go. <laughs> Can you imagine that you could, that violin solo on a ukulele? It's gonna be terrible. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fire in the mountains. If you had to do a theme, what would be like the theme you would choose? Purple rain. Purple. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> 
Again, I'm not picky. Just anything by NWA. Any, anything by NWA. <laughs> Listen, we can't do this, guys. Pawn Shop from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, there you oh, go. That's a good one. That's not bad. I'll just go Pawn No, I actually met Charlie Daniels. Oh, really? What's he like? <laughs> when I was uh, when I was between jobs, I worked as a uh, as a you know the guy that does. Uh, uh, in room dining or, you know, basically, you know, when you order room service, I was the guy that came and, and, uh, he was like the featured act at the, uh, hotel resort that I was working at at the time. And yeah, I got to meet him. And the funniest thing is his, his cell phone when it rings, cause it rang when I was there and he was getting the food is his own song. Devil went down to <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> did you guys like notice that Sean had a job between jobs? That's awesome. <laughs> but I just thought it was awesome that he he loves that song so much. It's actually his ringtone. I would think he would never ever want to play it because he's so tired of hearing it and having it requested. No, he's a good old boy. He's just like, hey, this made me money. Yeah. <laughs> no, he. I heard yeah, he. Blues Traveler talk about the song Run Around, and it's like, how could you hate that song? You know, look around your house and your other house, and <laughs> look at your house. Right. He do- he won't do that song, right? No, yeah, I, uh, from what I remember, they said that, like, it came up, but they're like, man, that's the song that built your house, you know, just shut up and play it. Yeah, it's true. That's oh, my uh, like... interpretation of behind the music. Just there's, shut up and play it. There's, like, a lot of artists out there that don't play the hits. Like, they just, they won't, they won't play them. Because I think, like, Prince tired. doesn't do the hits. Prince, he seems kind of like a jerk sometimes. And then well, he has a symbol to hide behind too, though. What's with all the yeah. Prince talk? Purple Rain. Well, I, mean, like, I mean, it was just it, we were just talking about Purple Rain. That's the first guy that came to mind. But like, I remember, like, I think maybe it was during the time when he was just the artist. But like, I re- I remember I recall reading that he doesn't play the hits. So what does he? Play? He still has. And also, uh, Radiohead. Radiohead doesn't play the hits. Really? Yeah, they only play like they're what they want you to hear. They had hits. Oh. No. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I have friends that would skin you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. The Radiohead fans couldn't, probably couldn't skin anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you how like da- how it, dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was Creep that they refused to play. Is it just but, Creep? Uh, yeah, that's from what I heard. I think, but uh, I heard a funny story that, uh, they, you know, they're really huge fans of Frank Black. And Frank Black, you know, went to uh, one of their concerts and met them before they started playing and told them how much he loved Creep. So they played Creep, even though they hated it. Really? <laughs> a bunch of sellouts. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play it since somebody well, it likes like, it that I like. You know it's what? like their now idol I saying, I love the song. <laughs> Just oh. a bunch of fans who are like, no, they're my, t- they're my favorite band. Before yeah. they got big. Oh, yeah. I always love that quote. Oh, yeah. That, well, getting that... back to your question about weddings, I think Sean, if he ever renewed his vows... He'd want to do it to bat dance and spray paint all over everything in the church. Ooh, yeah, so Prince. What? So we have two, prince two princes. <laughs> two, oh, two princes. Two princes. I would, I would have my my <laughs> dance would be the spin doctors. Two princes. And I would See, have I would the other prince in attendance. A kryptonite fan. <laughs> oh yeah, three doors down. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like the I like the idea of the bat dance. That's a that's also a good uh, aisle song. Let's make some art. Bat dance. Was that when like Prince's reign was over? Bat dance? Yeah. yeah no, because yeah. He, I think he. Oh, had... Are you kidding? He was huge at that. No, time. I meant, but like, what what came after Bat Dance? Did, when did Bat Dance come out? I don't even know what Bat Dance is. Two? Thank you. I don't, I don't no, either. Eighty nine. Yeah, it was eighty nine. Okay, I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking it was like uh, ni- early nineties. Because what has he released past the nineties? That was like big. Mm, I, could, I could changed s- his name back. Maybe back. 1999. 
That didn't come out in 1990. No, no, but I think it came out in like in the 90s. <laughs> I want to say oh, I, that was in the early 80s. Are you sure? Okay, yeah. yeah. I think That's all like, like his big four maybe. I think all his big hits were like mainly in the 80s. He still he did just release an album, didn't he? Yeah, I'm trying to look up his singles. Yeah, but so did Britney Spears, and I mean, who gives a fuck? Yeah. All right, so let's see. 89. Sometimes. I don't give a fuck about the Britney Spears audio. The video is still impressive. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I think most people watch their videos on mute with her anyway. So, it's have like, you seen like now they do those music videos online and they like take out all the the music? Oh, just so you can yeah, hear just, just people with that. It, yeah, it's just like them like going like, uh, uh, yeah. you should watch that Nicki Minaj. Is it Nicki Minaj one that had the um, the anaconda? Yeah, or it's like, really. <laughs> it's just a bunch. Of, like you just hear a bunch of like. But swa- uh, smacking together noises, yeah. and it's <laughs> <laughs> they did that with uh, Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Where wow. it was just her, like in leather outfit, but like, it's just, like squeaking doing around. The squeaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Ee, ee. I want to see the one with uh, the one with Shia LaBeouf. The one that you showed me. Oh, the Sia, the, the Sia chandel- not chandelier, but the other one. Yeah. Where okay, it- Robert. Okay, Robert. 1993, the most beautiful girl in the world. It charted at number three in the U.S. U.S. charts. All right, what's no, up? That was after Bad Dance. Bad Dance was in '89. Okay. All right, so one. Yeah. Well, but I mean, much. pretty much after that, he's been... Uh, Wait, he had a 1999 reissue in 1998. <coughs> yeah, but it didn't really... Wait, what? It, it charted at 90 or 40. He charted in the future? It's a re- Yeah. Yeah. He's that timeless. But he plays all his own instruments. I mean, that dude is talented. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, for sure. He had a song called Seven that I really liked. But I, I was think... just going to mention that. It charted at Seven. It charted at seven? Yeah. Figures. Nice. In the US. I was talking about the song seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the seven actually charted at seven. <laughs> what a coincidence. Came, who's on yeah. first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a little Abbott and Costello here. <laughs> I don't know who's on second or what's on second. Who's on first? Where did it chart? I don't know. Seven. Yeah, seven. seven. Yeah, where did seven chart? Seven. That's what I'm talking about. I always liked I'm when I'm talking like, about the song Seven. Where did it chart? Seven. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, know. I like when uh like Dude Where's My Car tried to redo that whole like who's on first with the tattoos with Dude and Sweet. Oh, oh yeah. Like they tried to like redo that whole thing. Uh, how many times did we wa- re- rewatch that movie? It was that one part that we would always Sh- like rewatch. Uh, dude, you touched boobies. Shibby. Yeah, they you, would all go shibby. You can never redo it, the who's on first. It's just timeless. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. It's still like clever, like the way it's written, like now, like just compared to. Although there's not many like comedy act duos, but, <laughs> but com- like, that's that's a thing that's passed. But comedy changes over time. It does, but I feel like that's still like pretty funny. Like if you listen, oh, to it for Three the first Stooges, Marx Brothers, all that stuff's still rather humorous. I want to see yeah. Seth Rogen and James Franco get on stage and do Who's on First, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just with curse words. <laughs> Harry yeah, Carey yeah. on stage. Hi, who's on first? Yeah, what was that Harry Carey? Like, uh, Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell. Ferrell just did yeah. the Harry Carey. Uh, hey, what's hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every, every no, forever no, and ever, Harry Carey with a knife. Harry Carey with a knife forever and ever. Like every anybody, anytime anybody does Harry Carey, it'll be Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> oh. So, like, okay, on. Your guys' podcast, you do you like watch one movie and then review that movie? I listened to uh, I think it was the Jaws episode, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. Um, but do you guys like just pick like a movie beforehand that you're gonna watch and then? Well, we do a couple different formats. Uh, 
we do yeah one, some film some that are just focused on one film uh we also do a book to film which we actually just recorded one but we did one for 50 shades of gray where we read the book and then saw the movie and then compare and contrast and rate both of them in the experience and then we also just do shows where we catch up on what we've been watching and and then we do just random shows where we talk about news and as i mentioned earlier like just kind of the you know minutia of pop culture happening now and oftentimes it still ends up being mostly about movies oh yeah, yeah. i feel like sometimes we do topics like mob movies and Pretty soon we're going to do one on, like, suspensions of disbelief, like, the stuff you have to put up with to watch a movie. Like, for example, like, if you were super serious about the military, you know, your suspension of disbelief for Lone Survivor is that all those friggin' Hobbit-sized guys were actually Navy SEALs. Yeah. Because Mark Wahlberg is playing somebody who's, like, 6'7 and a total badass, had a Texas accent. And, you know, Mark Wahlberg, clearly not. Can't escape his Boston accent. It's, you know, it's oh, yeah. pretty pretty awful. Mark Wahlberg's like one of those actors that, like, is hit or miss with me. Like, sometimes he's really good, but obviously, like, you know, he's good in something like The Departed. Yeah. But then he's horrible, which this might have to do with M. Night Shyamalan, but, like, The Happening. He was, like, like one of the worst acting moments I've ever seen. That just took you down all kinds of pegs with Mark <laughs> yeah, Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just yeah. all kinds of messed up. It, it all started comedy, with Planet actually. of the Apes. Yeah, oh, Planet yeah. of the Apes. Yeah, that. I think he's been on a consistent slide downwards. And, uh, you know, he really peaked at Boogie Nights. And since then, it's been, you know, some, some steep drops and some gradual ones. But, like, Boogie Nights, I think, works for him because he was playing an immature kind of kid, which is kind of... How he did in Ted also, which is why I think those kind of roles work for him. Yeah. Did you like well, that? He, <laughs> he was kind of playing a, a really, you know, compelling jackass. And that, that's, I think, what came naturally to him. Right. Yeah. Man-child. He, he only did well Man in his role in The Departed. Yeah. yeah. That's I didn't even I like him in The Departed, honestly. He was okay. Yeah. I didn't think he, he was, was Academy okay. Award nominee worthy, but I was, I was fine with him. He didn't do much role. in The Departed, though, right? No, he just cursed a lot and joined Martin Sheen on. He just yeah, he just it took place in Boston, so boom, there you go. Like he's you're already immersed in his accent, and then uh, well, well, that's debatable, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Sean and I are originally from Boston, and you know, I don't pretend to have a Boston accent anymore. When I put it on, it sounds shitty too. Yeah, oh, it's wicked hot. Oh, there you go. There it is. (laughs) So, guys, I wanted to ask you, since you're uh, the movie guys, what's your outlook on the summer movie season this year? Outlook not so good. Really? <laughs> well, yes. the exception, I'm excited. I'm really excited about Mad Max. Yeah. The rest of it, you can you can have it. <laughs> Mad Max is the one that I, like, I'm really excited for, too. And I, I, I want to see Jurassic World just because Jurassic Park got me into movies. Yeah. But I'm really kind of – I'm, you're going I'm ready to be disappointed yeah. – if it's disappointing, I'd be like, Robert okay. might get drunk for this one. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> Mad Max at least is rated R, so it's going to have at least a little edge. Everything else is PG-13, you know, milk toast, boring, you know, just blockbuster by demand kind of stuff. Yeah, I think uh, Mad Max, because that comes out next week. Yeah, that's like the next one that yep. like, I'm really excited for. Wow. Even more so than like I was for Avengers or anything. I really hope it's good. I don't know. I was so disappointed by the Avengers. It, it, it's totally like altered my taste for the rest of the season. 
You know, I, I kind of feel the same way. I was really excited for Avengers 2 when I saw it. And it just felt like it didn't, it wasn't like a standalone movie. It just felt like a setup for the other movies it's coming down the pipeline. It's Empire Strikes Back of the, the third. No, come on. Well, not, no, no he means like how it's a setup. It just didn't feel. But it got, was moving pieces more than anything else. Yeah, you right. got Civil War, you got Infinity War, and then you have like all these other Marvel you know, gears coming along. It seems like when they announced all the cool stuff coming down the pipeline, Avengers 2 just kind of fell by the wayside. Yeah, I think when you look when you look back at the Avengers trilogy, it'll be looked at as like the Two Towers or the, the Return of the Jedi, or not Return of the Jedi, but um, Empire, Strikes Empire Strikes Back. Strikes Back. That, it, just in the simil- in, a, in a similar vein, not saying that they're as good as, but no, no, see, yeah, it's a setup I, movie. I'm excited for the um, the Russo brothers to take over. Oh, I liked Captain America: The Winter Soldier a lot. I mean, the movie you could take or leave, but the action scenes were pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I liked it. I liked that it was basically the born identity with a superhero. Yeah, it's more I, political. And personally, I'm just hoping this is the beginning of like the ennui of superhero movies. I am just so tired of them. I, I mean, I've never been a huge fan of them, but I'm hoping this is where like just exhaustion happens to the general audience, and Marvel has less push and makes less of these. I mean, how many do we have coming out in the next two years? Like, too many. eight of these movies? Marvel, yeah, Marvel's got, got a planned, I think, eight more movies. Oh, Lord. Two, two a year until Doctor 2019. Strange. Suicide Squad. Black Panther. No, Suicide Squad's DC. Is it DC? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But then you also yeah. got the, the Netflix But still, it's a super movie. Yeah. Daredevil just recently released, and that's actually really good. Well, you got the Green Hornet that's going on on the CW with the Arrow. And, yeah. Yeah. Or, I was about to say, and Flash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm Flash. sorry, yeah, the oh, Flash. That's yeah. DC. Green Hornet, what a minute. Yeah, yeah I'm on the second to last episode of Daredevil. It's it's kind of waning. My interest is waning now, but like the first eight to ten episodes were like, if I could have stayed up all night and watched them all, I would have. But I have two young daughters, and I would just hate life the next day. I you know I love Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk. He just kind of he wasn't he doesn't. He doesn't portray Wilson Fisk as I was expecting him. He kind of Wilson Fisk is kind of unstable in this in a series. It's like you don't want to like like he seems gentle and very polite, but you wouldn't want to piss him off because he would just like snap you in half if you said the wrong thing. And I think that's just great. Like that's just perfectly kingpin, right? I don't know. I watched it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh yet. yeah, these guys haven't seen the I show yet, so we're just spoiling everything for them. Yeah, whatever. Oh damn it! Kingpin, I wanted to watch that. Kingpin to me will always be that fat guy from Spider-Man the animated series. He'll <laughs> always be Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, I'm about to say, he'll always be. He'll always be Green Mile. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could have fought you at your prime. Yep. I can fix it. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and then we'll play a game with these guys. Cool. What's up, guys? This is Kyle here to talk to you about Audible.com. That's right, Audible.com. If you've listened to podcasts, which I'm sure you have because you're listening to this one, you know that Audible.com sponsors everything under the goddamn sun. Well, I'm here to tell you that if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark, you can get yourself a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Now, why would you go to audible.com to support us? Uh, Number one, we're not big podcasters. We are humble gentlemen of... Uh, reputable or just normal day job. I don't want to say reputable. Who's who? What, what makes a fucking day job reputable? Um, 
we are just humble gentlemen who who do podcasts in our spare time. Uh, we um, are only able to do it thanks to uh, folks like Audible, uh, who help with our hosting, our website fees, um, anything like that. Um, Audible is a great service if you enjoy podcasts because if 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 you're a reader. Um, Sometimes you don't have time to read. Books are fucking hard, man. Words and, and letters, like, nobody has time for that shit. You can go to audibletrial.com slash shark and get an audiobook and then have it read to you. Like, I'm trying to get back into reading, so I'm reading Of Mice and Men. I could just as easily go to audible.com and then have it narrated to me by Clark Peters. That's right. Fucking Lester Freeman from The Wire will read you Of Mice and Men. It's, it's incredible. So... Go to audibletrial.com slash shark. Check out all of their 180,000 titles. Um, they have um, compatibility for your iPod, your Android, your Kindle, your MP3 player, your fucking Zune player. If you're still using um, a, a, a wind-up system, some, sort of, some kind of a wind-up system, they don't have that, but Jesus Christ, I don't know. Maybe they can work on it. Just email them. Either way, go to audibletrial.com slash shark. Uh, help us out. Get your audiobook download. Get your 30-day free trial. And, um, you know, we'll all be happier as a result. Please state your name for the camera. David. Huh? State your name. David Summers. And why are you here? Because you think I killed them. Killed who? Killed who, David? <laughs> My friends. And did you? No. No. No, I didn't. And <laughs> who did? Summer of 2015. Paralyzed. 
brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. Hey guys, how's Welcome. it going? Yeah. So what about what about washing your penis before you touch it? Just wash your penis before you touch it. Wash your hands before you Man, touch it. How do you it. wash your penis before you touch it? Just you have to wash, touch it to wash no, it. No, wash your penis. You step in the shower, right? Wash your, your penis and your Like a loofah or, or something like that. No, I'm saying like if you don't have time to take a shower, just put your penis under the fucking sink. Okay. Just rub it down. <laughs> do you wash your penis? That sounds penis? incredible. <laughs> touch my penises? Just... You just get up on the sink and just kind of yeah. angle Run yourself. Down. Wait, wait, wait. Do you guys not have okay. cinder blocks to step on in your, like in your I was about to say, is that, are those what those steps are for? Yeah, yeah, I have steps right up to my sink. So I just yeah. kind of yeah. <laughs> I usually can't fit my coffee cup under my sink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't have your dick steps? <laughs> I got dick steps, guys. <laughs> get them on Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have this idea. <laughs> I'm asking for two hundred fifty thousand dollars for ten percent of my dicks. Dick steps for ten percent share. Yeah, and the dick steps. So, Mark, change the way people think about sinks. Well, see, I want to see the behind the vi- the behind the scenes video between Damon and Barbara fighting to be on that episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got an idea too. We call the product the Dink. Yeah. <laughs> Mark would be out. The yeah, shark yeah. dropper dick steps. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd call it the indinkerator. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be SDDS. <laughs> shark dropper dick, dick steps. steps. <laughs> yeah. What's your current plan for the market? Go door to door. Door to door. We're going old school, guys. It'll be a grassroots approach. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, knock, knock, knock. Can I see your sink for a minute? <laughs> hey, we can I put my dick in your sink? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know in 10 seconds if your dicks are a hero or a zero. Because I'm the chick starter. Yeah. Sorry, I don't sound too much like Laurie Grenier. Yeah, and it's close. And it, the aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All that right. was good. So uh, the last few weeks we've been playing this game called Guess the Plot, in which we'll all take a movie that we haven't seen uh, usually a bad movie, and we'll try to guess the plot of this movie just by what we've seen or what we know from like it. the poster and like who's in the movie. Yeah, we, we've the, the limited knowledge that we have. Of we've the done movie. from Justin to Kelly. We've done uh, was the Ryan Reynolds movie something in something the fields, gardens, something in the gardens or something like that. Who cares? So That's we did good. that Adam Sandler movie, Going Overboard. Yeah, because we never saw, none of us have ever seen those movies, so we just picked those randomly. Right. So I I. I I grabbed a couple of movies from the biggest box office flops. Um, some of you may have seen them. The first one I, I looked at was R.I.P.D. with. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm sure Jeff someone here, has someone seen it. I have not seen it. Did you I haven't seen, seen it? it either. Which, if you listen to the show, is not surprising to anyone. I've seen it, but it was on an airplane, so I don't think it counts. <laughs> oh no, that count. We, we can't. Okay. We can't do it. Okay, so the other one I, br- I brought up was Town and Country. Uh, starring Warren Beatty, <laughs> Diane Keaton, Goldie I've seen Hawn. that. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, good luck with Sean. With me, the first one every time. Okay, what about 47 Ronin? I've seen it. Yeah. With yeah. I'm, I've seen that one, too. All right. Just All right, just, Sean, why don't you just go on mute for a second? We're just no, looking just... No, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's do... Um... Gili? Final Fantasy Spirit. No, no, no. How do, you, how do you know? How do you know? Where's that? Right down here. Click on it. I okay. think that's the one with Reese Witherspoon, maybe. Reese Witherspoon, Owen Wilson, Paul Rudd, and Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it had a pretty good cast, but I never saw it. Okay, it's called How have Do You Have know? you guys seen How Do You Know? No. 2010. I don't think so. Rom-com. Okay, here we go. It's All a right. 2010 romantic comedy written and directed by James L. Brooks. What? 
The James L. The James L. Brooks wrote and directed this movie. Yeah, I remember it was supposed to be like they thought it was going to be good, but it was not. Unbelievable. Good. So okay, got, now who's in this again? You got Reese Witherspoon, Paul Rudd, Owen Wilson, uh, Jack Nicholson, Dean Norris, uh, Catherine Hahn, and Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Wow, that's not a bad cast. It's a pretty interesting cast. All right, so okay, bring up the poster real quick. I want to see it. Sure, oh, we're gonna bring up the poster if you. Guys I already saw a little too, too much. Not a little too much. But oh, just, the poster's I, awful. It's like so generic. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, just, just everybody a, likes the color of the shirt they're wearing. Yeah, the the poster is basically everybody <laughs> on a background of the same color shirt that they're wearing. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, it looks like it should be that uh, by that director that does uh, all the holiday based oh, films, yeah. like yeah. New Year's Eve and, and Valentine's Day. Gary Marshall. Like Gary Marshall. Yeah, yeah it's like a Gary Marshall poster. Valentine's Day. Oh man, it actually came yeah, out Valentine's December seventeenth, two thousand and ten. Do I remember when it came out? It just it came out. It was only in theaters for like two weeks, and then it was gone. Yeah, it's in December. I mean, you think that's a kind of a good time to see a movie? It's usually when Not a, a couple bad of, one. It's usually when a couple of good movies come out around December time. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to cram. Before I mean, you, you Oscars. think Jack Nicholson, Paul Rudd? Okay, you know, it's got a decent chance. Yeah, I, I mean, the whole the top four actors are all well known, but sadly. That doesn't matter. Well, how close was this to Owen Wilson's suicide attempt? Oh, Probably right before. How, how responsible for this? Movie yeah, yeah, is that? yeah. Oh. <laughs> what movie did Owen Wilson have to? I drop was wondering out for of? a couple of reasons. <laughs> Didn't he have to drop out of a, like a, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie? Or, did he? Or wait, Paul Thomas Anderson or Wes, or Anderson? Wes Anderson? I'm sorry, yeah, Wes Anderson. Uh, I thought I he dropped remember. out of a movie because of that suicide attempt. Can't remember. I don't know. I mean, this was what 2010, so five years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Why couldn't I you just put on some Wonder Woman bracelets and keep on going? That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me let's see. So, let's see. I, I don't see any taglines or anything like that. Wait, there's got to be a tagline on it. What yeah. does it say? A new romantic comedy by James L. Brooks. Perfect. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> How do you know? I, I think that's enough. That's uh, all right. We'll so, on this. We got the right. poster. We got the fact that it's a romantic comedy so without, James L. Brooks. Without looking at the plot, guys, or like Wikipediaing it or IMDBing it, we're, we just try to guess what the movie is about and then we see how close we are okay. to the so, actual album. So I've already got a little bit of, a, of something formulated. Right. Okay. Well, okay, I want to guess that Reese Witherspoon obviously is involved in some type of relationship that she's not happy with. If you look gonna, at the poster, I'm gonna say she has a love like, triangle, maybe. Yeah, it's a love triangle. I, no, actually, yeah, I it's was a love say, triangle I, between I was... Owen Wilson, Paul Rudd, and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a, no, a okay. love triangle would, would, would assume that it's, uh, it's uh, Paul Rudd and Owen Wilson's because, you know, the Reese Witherspoon completing the triangle. Right. I'm going to say it's a love box with <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Owen Wilson, Jack Nicholson, and Paul Rudd. No Ooh, way. We're, no in a, way. we're in a love box here. No what way. a quadrangle. No, no, no. <laughs> the love uh, box. I say Jack Nicholson is just either her dad or a supporter of one of the other guys. I'm thinking he's like Paul Rudd's boss. Because yeah, he might be looking one at of their this, bosses. Looking at this photo, Paul Rudd is on a cell phone. He's wearing some nice clothes. It looks like maybe like a businessman. Like but he's, got a like lawyer. A, he's got like a surprise slash yeah. frustrated look on his face. I think he's maybe with Reese Witherspoon, and he's fighting to keep her or going to lose her to Owen Wilson. Okay. And Reese Witherspoon is looking up towards the heavens, and she's asking, she's why? she's frustrated. God, yeah. yeah. Why is this happening why to is me? This happening? And look at Owen Wilson's smug little fucking smile. You know he's going to break up a household. <laughs> Wait, I mean, he knows he's got her. He, so he's he knows, like, yeah. yeah. What a douchebag. <laughs> so 
Oh, Owen Wilson's cheating on Reese Witherspoon in this movie. You think so? Because yeah. it's called How Do You with, Know? With Jack Nicholson. How do you know? So it's like, how yeah. do you know he's cheating on you? And <laughs> You just yeah. finished the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, maybe, maybe Love Box is somehow connected. Because um, I feel like Jack Nicholson is somehow... He's got to be a dad he, or a After or a boss. her love box? Yeah, yeah he's after her he's love after. box. <laughs> Maybe. See, this seems to me more like a, a love hypotenuse triangle. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> see, I think uh, Owen Wilson is a lot closer than, uh, than where Paul Rudd ends up. I think he's on the other end of that hypotenuse. Okay. okay. So you think she ends up with Owen Wilson? Yeah, because look, he's 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 the guy having the best time, and she looks like she needs a good time. Okay, right now. but he's smiling. I mean, he's right now he's in front of a blue curtain and he's smiling. I mean, I don't know. I just think that like, I I think it's obviously between Owen Wilson and Paul Rudd. I think Jack Nicholson is just the guy who maybe maybe he's with Owen Wilson, like he's his boss or he like works with them. He's like, you know, you got to go for it, like go after her. I can, I can't See, do it. Yeah, yeah, I think Reese Wilson has a choice, some kind of yeah. choice within. I, I would imagine it's her job, and you know she ends up. Yeah, Lowen Wilson's like the guy she's with, who's maybe not the best guy for her, but but it feels right. And then and then Paul Rudd comes in, and he's like you know the opposite, like straight laced dude. <laughs> yeah, he, they look opposite. Well, yeah, yeah, and like in the in the poster, he's on a cell phone, so he's got to be like the serious straight laced guy yeah, yeah. that. She's going to you know, break him. Doesn't gonna, make sense. She's going like, to open you know. him up to the world of fun. Okay, what if this is like a situation where like Paul Rudd and Owen Wilson work together and they're See, talking about Jack the Nicholson. same girl but they don't know it? Exactly. That's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jack Nicholson's like the catalyst for whatever the life change happening. Yeah, he's going to be. What Reese Witherspoon is. He's like the boss or something. Yeah, he's going to help her decide like who to go for. Okay. What what is, is, no, what is, she's what? either on TV or writes for a newspaper or a website and he's the editor. <laughs> Somehow me- all, some the some media outlet. Well, here's the thing. Here's Harry the thing. White. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, master swordsman, knows it all, lived it all. <laughs> He edits her stuff, but they're kind of friendly. He's, Jack, he's the BFF. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's definitely going to bring up a story about him when he was younger and a woman he let go or something mm. like that and kind of tie it into what she's Don't ever through. let anything you love go. Yeah. Yes. No, see, yeah, he's going to tell her the very convenient you know, <laughs> anecdote. Right, exactly. Right. And, and Paul Rudd's the perfect guy, but there's something that, that sh- gives her doubt, gives her pause. It's not that he goes out and cheats on her. There's something He's too with dedicated it. to his work. And Owen it's Wilson like, you know, is Can she the compete friend. with the work? See, I think... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, Owen Wilson's kind of, like, the fun, let's go yeah. do stuff kind of guy, but she's oh. trying to change Paul Rudd, but she's just with Owen Wilson because it's easier and simpler, but she kind of likes the struggle of going He's uncomplicated. Right, okay. right. Well, so she, here's the question. How many dinner scenes are there going to be with Jack Nicholson? Right? <laughs> one. One. No, one. No, no, just okay. one. Just one. One in the beginning. One in yeah, the beginning. I'm more worried about hot tub scenes. Uh, oh, no. Don't <laughs> bring up about Kathy Schmidt. Bates isn't. Don't bring, <laughs> up, don't bring, up, bring up about Schmidt. Yeah. Or how many that times? How many me. times is uh, Owen Wilson caught in the nude and it's like an embar- Oh, no. Whoa. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's. Do you think Paul Rudd and Owen Wilson live together? Like no, I think they work together. Yeah, I, I, think I would think they work together. No, they're they're competition. Well, they I'm just still trying to figure out how many times Owen Wilson is going to say, "Come on, guys." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. She's a good. Does Jack girl. Nicholson smoke a cigar in this movie? Yes. <laughs> in in his office. Yes. When he's no, giving no, them advice yes. about this chick, yeah, I'd like say he's surprisingly not a dick. 
this is only five years ago, and he was still, I think, relatively senile then. I don't think they gave him any lit, you know, incendiary devices to walk around with on the set. Not <laughs> since angry. Not to be mean. <laughs> that makes sense. So who does she end up with at the end? She ends up with the one she's going after, uh, which is Paul Rudd. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to say the other way around. I think it she's with... Paul Rudd, but she ends up with Owen Wilson because I, I would agree. Oh, with that. I yeah, know. it might be. I'm going. Know. I'm going. I'm on Wild the card. She's I'm with Jack Nicholson. Rudd. I'm on, I'm on team, team. Yeah, we'll be Team Rudd. What do you okay. guys? Choose? We're team, we'll Wilson. team Wilson. But see, uh, but see, I'm thrown off by Meet the Parents when he whittled the hoopa. I, I don't know. I, I think Paul Rudd's the one that that she ends up with, and yeah, so team, he's Rudd. team Rudd. And then Owen Wilson cuts his wrist. It gets too, really dark. How do you know what you want to kill yourself? <laughs> That's <laughs> what they're asking. It's a sequel. Yeah. We're just going to address this movie Rudd Rudd too. I think the rest of the title is how do you know who you want? I think that's what it is. It's a yeah. choice. Movie. Okay. Who, all right. Ultimately, Reese I think it's how do you know when you reach the vein? Don't cross the street. Go downtown. Just keep going. How do you know if you want to see this movie at all? You don't. You don't. Yeah, you don't. That's the rest of the tagline. That's why the six of us haven't. All right. All right, wait, Sean. What are you? Are you Team Rudd or Team Wilson? I'm Team Rudd. Just just based on the poster alone, it it just makes sense. All right, four for Rudd, two for Wilson. Let's see who she ends up with. We're going to look it up right now. Okay. Plot. We're going to look up the Wikipedia synopsis here. Yeah, see how good um, it turns out. Let's see. Softball player Lisa Jorgensen, played by <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, is Damn. devastated when she's left off the Team USA roster. So, wow, that's we didn't expect that. No way. Unsure, changed, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unsure of what that... Yeah, not the business lady we expected. Unsure I'm of calling what a win on technicality. <laughs> <laughs> she probably becomes a up. sports writer. <laughs> there you go. Unsure of what to do next, Lisa begins dating Maddie Reynolds, played by Owen Wilson, a pitcher for the Washington Nationals. Okay. She also receives an intriguing phone call from a young executive, George Madsen, played by Paul Rudd, who advises a friend of Lisa's to give her a call. George calls out... Uh, of politeness because he wants to explain that his relationship with his girlfriend has just become more serious. But life takes an abrupt turn for the worse when George, uh, for George, when he suddenly finds himself the target of a federal crime investigation for corporate malfeasance at a company run by his father, father. Chuck Madsen, Jack Nicholson. Okay. George is fired from his job, abandoned by the company, with the exception of his father and his pregnant secretary, and played by Catherine Hahn. Huh. All right, so what do we know now? Lisa Jorgensen has played as Reese Witherspoon, who is a softball player on Team USA, dating Owen Wilson. So we got the Jack Nicholson father, right? Right. He's definitely one of their fathers. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. And Paul Rudd's definitely a businessman. Jack, yeah. not all of their fathers. Jack Nicholson <laughs> is businessman Paul Rudd's uh, father. Paul Rudd working as a an executive. Yeah. Um, why does she, Why does he call her? She also receives to, a call from to him. talk about a friend or something. Oh. That, that's really odd. Still reeling from the blow. Sounds like a really boring movie. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, we still got another paragraph. Let's see what happens. Still reeling from the blow. George goes to his girlfriend for sympathy and is stunned when she immediately breaks up with him. Oh, no. So now we have a single Paul Rudd. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, Jerry Maguire-esque. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. On a whim, George calls again to invite Lisa to dinner, and she accepts. It what turns out she? to be a disaster. George is so overwhelmed with his troubles that Lisa eventually asks that, that they just eat in silence, and they part ways, not expecting to see one another again. Soon, Lisa moves in with Maddie, 
who has a penthouse in the same upscale building where George's father lives. Ah, so now we're we're <gasps> the same time. Maddie is a rich, well-meaning, and fun, but is also immature and sensitive. And continues to have casual affairs with other women. Oh, oh, oh and well, she's a player. He's a cheater. Uh oh. Well, she's definitely not going to end up with him, guys. Yeah, it's not looking good for Team Wilson right now. <laughs> so we didn't come close at all, did we? Yeah, we're getting close. George yeah. is indicated. That Maybe she er, fixes him. George is indicted. Our movie's better. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It yeah, exactly. I want to see our movie. <laughs> I'd have a quote in there that said, you had me at malfeasance. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a tagline. <laughs> George, played by Paul Rudd, is indicted and could face prison time. Annie is so loyal that she tries to give him some side information in advance, but he urges her not to lose his own job. Maddie tries to do a better job in Lisa's eyes, promising to consider seeing few women on the side. He inadvertently offers her... What? So Lisa moves out to spend and spends a pleasant tipsy evening with George in George's modest new apartment. Uh-oh. Modest. Hanging out with Paul Rudd. Yep. George's father then drops one last bombshell on his son. It was he who committed the little uh, oh, illegal act Dad. for which George is being charged due to a previous conviction. Charles would face 25 years, basically the rest of his life in prison, where George would only do three years at the most. So the final, the movie ends thusly. On the night Anne's baby is born, her boyfriend proposes. Lisa begins to reconsider her previous relationship, reluctance to settle down. George is clearly smitten with her, but Maddie pleads to, for one more chance, and she accepts. Ha! Oh, ho! Kyle! Wait, wait. George makes a proposition to his father. He will take one more shot at persuading Lisa to be with him. If she will, Charles must go to jail. If she won't, uh, George will take the rap for his dad. At a birthday party that Maddie throws for her, for her, whore. George for the whore. George confesses Sorry, his Freudian feelings slip. for Lisa and goes outside to give her time to think it over. Charles looks on from the room above. Finally, Lisa says goodbye to Maddie and joins George outside. At the end of the movie, they are seen together boarding a bus. She graduate graduate style. Team Rudd wins. Team Rudd wins. <laughs> so. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen this movie, to all the listeners, uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you're wondering. (laughs) There are a few spoilers in there. How do you know? We we always go for the simple plot lines, but it's like, he's a softball player and then he plays baseball. I don't know. When we did Going Overboard, we mentioned terrorists and there were terrorists. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Oh, well. It was close. We got the dad right and we... That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said well, she'd end up with Paul Rudd. You got some of the, the major plot points, right, I'd say. Yeah. Softball player. Whatever. I'd still rather see our movie. That was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still, I'd like to, I'd, I still would have liked to have seen a love box. <laughs> I just want to know how you make a living playing softball, even on an Olympic level. That's true. Yeah, really, aren't they supposed to be amateurs? And they... <laughs> They're called boobs. Hey, Kyle, oh. you could always go to Red Tube Rockville if you want to see a love uniforms, box. Maybe. Yeah. I'll go to Red Tube tonight. A couple love boxes. <laughs> a couple love boxes. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Red Tube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kyle, can you can you wait? Go to redtube.com slash shark. It's no, a free going. video download. I don't know if you want to see the shark dropper video on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a free 30-day trial and free porn video. It's just a video of Nick killing that beetle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's tagged as dominatrix. And yeah, like, yeah. It's, beetle it's, porn and slapping and paddling. There you go. Okay. Or some horrible smush video. Oh, oh, gross! All right, guys, where can they find the Moving the Needle podcast? Where can we find that? Well, you can find us in all the ways to find us on our website at mtnpod.com. That's probably the best way to find us. You know, we're on Twitter at mtnpod and facebook.com slash mtnpod. But our website has all the best ways to find us and also has our podcast. 
podcast right there. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, same with us. If you go to sharkdropper.com, you can check out any of any and all of our uh, wonderful podcasts that we have available to you. Doppel Avenue Hurt, Paralyzed, which is our horror podcast, which is releasing uh, very soon, I believe next month. Yeah, June 3rd, I think. June. Um, you can check out War of the Bay, where Nick and I talk sports. You can talk. You can check out the Horror Play podcast, which we just recorded. We just released uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Of course, by the time you hear this, that would have been a few weeks ago, so we would have already done the the, the new one. Playable, playable trailer. trailer pa- playable te- teaser. Also, uh, check out our Patreon page. We just set that up not too long ago, so if you want to donate, you can donate anything from a dollar or more. And you'll get some bonus stuff, such as if you start now, you can get the first episode of Paralyzed. Our horror fiction is on there right now for just donating a dollar. Where is that Patreon link? It's on both SharkDropper.com or you can just go to Patreon.com and search for SharkDropper Studios and it's on there. And one last thing, if you if you don't want to do any of those things, but you do want to help us out, go and go to iTunes and give us a review and a five-star rating. Don't just do that for SharkDropper. Do that for the Moving the Needle podcast. It helps all of us out immensely and uh, we love to, we'd love to hear from you guys. Sweet. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Okay. Let's call it a podcast. That's a podcast? That's a podcast. Sweet. It's almost a podcast. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're you edit it. Thanks for joining us, guys. It's been fun. Well, thanks for having us. Thanks was, for having us. It was us. a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. So for uh, Sean and Roy of the uh, Moving the Needle podcast, I have been Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. I'm Nick. And uh, we will see you guys later. Yes, I stand here looking out over the ocean. a great big commotion Cause when I saw what looked like a fin break through the surface again it was a we're above the target T-minus 5 seconds till shark drought 5 4 3 This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.